now it's time to spend a few moments in the Goldman State. Fun-based journalism with zero carbs, calories, or social significance. I'm your host, Ed Goldman. You've been warned. The late comedian, composer, and TV host Steve Allen once marveled at how a viewer saw him in a grocery store and said, What are you doing here? Steve Allen said he was shopping, making the viewer shake his head in disbelief as if to say, Now I've seen everything. Steve Allen, shopping. Now I understand how each of them felt. When I was a kid and ran into one of my teachers off campus at a supermarket, bowling alley, or park, my reaction was the same as that of Steve Allen's fans. How could my teachers possibly spend any of their extracurricular moments in my world? How could they buy Cheerios, rent bowling shoes, or go on picnics where I did? Didn't they have an appreciation of context? Some years later, when I started my job as a newspaper reporter, it turned out my journalism professor from Long Beach City College, the late Donald Roberge, enjoyed working summers as a copy editor at the same paper, both to keep his skills sharp and augment his teacher's salary. The first night I saw him at the paper, I called him Mr. Roberge, which wouldn't do in the workplace. Just call me Don when we're here, he said with a very warm grin. I can't, I said, I just can't. Sure you can. But I couldn't. He'd been like an assistant dad to me. And in addition to respecting him, I loved him. He was my Obi-Wan Kenobi without a lightsaber, my clean-shaven Dumbledore, my Ed Asner as Lou Grant, with hair. So I spent that summer slurring his name whenever I needed to chat with him. I did subtle stuff, like putting my hand over my lips the last possible second and saying, could you take a look at this story? After the first few times, he sensed my discomfort and said, Maybe it'd be better if you don't use my name at all when you talk to me here. My relief was palpable. Until late one night at the paper, I had to yell over to him a few feet away at the copy desk that his wife was trying to reach him. He was embroiled in a hilarious debate with his colleagues on the desk over something in the news that day, and it was hard for me to be heard over the very loud scotch-fueled repartee. After yelling for him to pick up, I walked over to the copy desk and leaned down to whisper to him that his wife was on the line. What? He said. Your wife needs to talk to you, I said. She's online too. What's she want? He asked, a bit annoyed with me. I think she said a divorce, I finally said. As you can imagine, this had a quieting effect on the copy desk guys. The divorce didn't happen for a few more years, but when it did, Mr. Robert seemed like a new man, though someone I didn't quite recognize. He began quoting from Gail Sheehy's Passages, the breakthrough book about adulthood and its pitfalls, and having his students call him Don at school, for God's sake. When my freelance writing career began to take off, and I'd also begun teaching a night class at his college, I ran into him one day at a bookstore. He was wearing casual clothes, I'd only ever seen him in a shirt and tie. And he greeted me as a friend and peer instead of mentor to mentee. I was thrilled to see him, but a little discombobulated by how our relationship had changed. I'd wanted him to be my mentor and assistant dad for the rest of my life. To recap, I'd wanted him to remain in context. In my context. My online column, The Goldman State, is posted every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. If you want to subscribe or learn more about me, though God only knows why, please head to goldmanstate.com. And join us again for this companion podcast right here or wherever on earth you get your podcasts. Until then, on behalf of we 4 million and one podcasters, I'm Ed Goldman, and this is The Goldman State.